Yeah, so basically it so happened that uh, my wife okay uh uh had some you know uh like for quite some time for many many months her one of the eye was looking smaller uh than the other eye okay and uh because there was no pain because there was no loss of uh vision or something like that uh she kept on ignoring it okay so many a times when the writer said that there is something seems to be wrong that uh, she kept on ignoring it okay and uh, when it so happened in the month of november 2015 uh, she developed a major cold and uh, that cold was not going for 2 3 4 weeks now uh, she was used to suffer with Huh? Developed what? I didn't get you. Cold, cold. Okay. Cold and the flum was coming out. Little flum was coming out, and that was not a uh, simple ordinary cold because in such a fall she never used to suffer cold. Hmm. Okay, and even if she suffered once in a while, okay, uh, uh, it used to get over in a week's time. But this time it was almost three, four weeks time. Okay. So she she uh, showed it to the do- we showed it to the doctor. and the doctor suspected it to be cancer that was on 1st of december and on 3rd of december it was uh, and then he told us to actually get the biopsy done and it was 3rd of december 2015 okay mm-hmm. it was our 17th uh, uh, marriage anniversary okay. and lot of people were calling us okay to wish us on our anniversary mm-hmm. uh and uh, you know but we were in such a uh, in a, a you know situation where we couldn't even enjoy medicine with you because we were just there in the hospital to get a biopsy done uh it was you know when we heard the word called cancer it was a very shocking thing for us you know uh, suddenly the whole earth slipped you know and our feet uh, and uh, You know when the test report came out, uh, it was positive. Okay, and uh, what was the type of the cancer? Uh, so it, it was actually adenocarcinoma. Okay. Of the maxillary. Okay. Okay, and uh, then uh, after the biopsy, uh, you know. Uh, You know, uh, we then you know when we actually got another test done. Okay, then uh, we got to know that Madhu had already in the stage four of cancer. Okay, so when she was diagnosed, okay. it was already four, stage four. All stage four. Okay. Okay. Now, you know, in our family, no one had ever suffered cancer. Okay. Yeah. So it was too big a shock for us at that point of time. and beside madhu and me one of our family members were aware of that okay and we have got a very close knit large family and friends so we follow nichiren uh, dashinin buddhism philosophy okay and both of us were very sincere in our practice okay so uh, we didn't know how to handle a situation like that okay So we knew that you know the people, because Madhu was a, was very 
much loved by both her family side and my family side. Okay, because she was such a go-getter, energetic person, you know, mm-hmm. such a lively person. You know, uh, she was the most loved bahu of of both the sides. Okay, so we knew that that you know, if the family members will get to know about it, okay, uh, they will not be able to handle it. I have got two old parents; she has got two old parents, mm-hmm. and they will not be able to handle it. Okay, right. So Madhu and I started doing a lot of chanting. Okay, mm-hmm. to really first of all keep our life force very very high. Okay, so that you know, and we are determined, and we pray that you know that. Even if these people come to see us, even if the people coming, you know, see us, you know, come come to us crying. Okay, mm-hmm. when they go back, they should go back smiling. Okay, and uh, that was also the time where they don't know how to break the news to our family members. So it was, uh, you know, the Madhu was admitted uh, admitted in the hospital. And on, on that day, her chemo was supposed to begin, and we couldn't, uh, you know, delay any further. So we had to break the news. So we called all the family members, okay, to the hospital at that point of time, and her treatment had to begin. And as we expected, you know, all of them came crying, okay, because they got, you know. Mm-hmm. But seeing Madhu's high life condition, okay, seeing my high life condition, they all went back and showed, okay. That everything is going to be all right. Mm. Okay, and, uh, and you know, Madhu was like, you know, the, um, the the doctor, you know, you know, told us that it, uh, you know it's already stage four, mm-hmm. and it's a very rare cancer. It doesn't feature in in the top sixteen cancers in India. Okay, mm-hmm. and it was so close to the brain. Okay, and. Uh, he was not very optimistic about the whole thing. The doctor was not very optimistic. Having said that, he said the only way to do is actually do chemo, okay? Mm. And we will try to sing the tumor. And if we succeed that, then we will do the surgery. Normally what happens of any uh, cancer, which is the neck and head, uh, the protocol, the first protocol is surgery. But in Madhu's case, the cancer was so close to the eye that if they would have done the surgery, she would have lost the eyesight. Okay. okay. So what they decided to give her a chemo first, mm-hmm. few rounds of chemo, and then do the surgery. So they started doing the chemo, and as the luck would have it, after the first chemo itself, okay, Madhu's condition deteriorated like uh, anything. Okay. And uh, after first chemo, okay, mm-hmm. uh, Madhu went into a septic shock. Okay. Uh, and that septic shock, okay, uh, 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 it so happened that no septic shock, Madhu had a multiple organ failure. Sorry? Madhu had a multiple organ failure. Okay. So her kidney collapsed. Uh, her lung uh, collapsed. She went down to a ventilator. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a heart attack. Okay. okay. And at that point of time, her heart's pumping capacity came down to 15%. Okay. okay. And the doctor called me to the hospital and told me there's a very, very, very less chance of her surviving. Uh, you know, uh, 
the whole thing happened the first chemo to the septic shock okay it just happened in some seven days time okay so the the change of events were very very rapid and very very fast and uh, uh, we were just not prepared for this kind of thing because uh, you know madhu was actually was a very uh, had a very she was very young Uh, she had a very strong immune system. Uh, before cancer, she had never ever gone to the hospital for any kind of ailment whatsoever. So the doctor was very clear, you know, confident that she will be able to uh, take on that chemo. And they had not expected that in the first chemo, okay, Madhu uh, will go into a septic shock. So first rare of the rare thing was that the the kind of cancer she got it, okay. Um, the second rare thing was in the the moment we diagnosed it was stage 4 then the third thing was actually rare to hear that they gave one chemo and actually she went into a septic shock she just couldn't handle it okay mm-hmm. so and then it so happened that there was a multiple organ failure mm-hmm. uh, at that point of time something uh, miracle you know something i can't forget that particular incident you know i was at the hospital okay and uh, when the doctor gave me that terrible news that Uh, uh, you know that probably Madhu will not be able to survive. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know uh, my friend told, uh, who was along with me. Mm-hmm. He told me, you know, just to have one look at Madhu, you know, and I just didn't have the courage to look at Madhu in that situation. Uh, you know, with so many cameras and with so many pipes and so many. Trips going and on. Her whole face had bloated like anything, you know. And uh, I had not even said bye to Madhu, you know. So I remember I stood in front of her in my heart, you know. I was uh, telling God, you know, like, you know, I didn't know what to say. So I remember in in, in our Buddhism, uh, we actually have a chant called Namya Ho Renge Kya. Okay, mm-hmm. and. I remember I did three chants, okay, of Namio Ho Renge Kyo, and uh, this was a chant what Madhu was doing day in day out for eight to ten hours. Madhu was doing this chanting, okay, okay, before she got admitted to the hospital, you know, mm-hmm. and before she lost consciousness. So I did three Dharmaku at that point of time, and you know, mm-hmm. and it was a very, very, very difficult thing, you know, the this. These words were not coming out of my mouth. Okay, by the end of third dialogue, you know, when I did it, okay, this called third chant. Suddenly, you know, Madhu came, hand came out of the thick blanket, and you know, she gave me a thumbs up sign. She was absolutely unconscious. Okay, mm-hmm. this was something miraculous. Something miraculous happened. Okay, and that my, my friend and me noticed that. Mm-hmm. So uh, that happened, and you know, my friend yelled at that point of time that Arun, we have got hope. And we came back home and we chanted the whole night. Okay, my friend, me, and lots of our fellow members. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember we kept on doing it for forty-eight hours at a stretch. But on the third day, Madhu started showing sign of improvement. 
Okay, and then Madhu came out of gradually, gradually, you know, her heart's pumping capacity went from 15% to 25%, then 25 to 50%, and then her heart got revived, then her lung got revived, then her kidneys got revived, and you know, after two weeks' time, you know, she came out of the hospital. Okay. You know? So, again, another rarest of rare thing, that where you know, uh, because only two percent statistically, only two percent of the people survive the pit shop. Okay, yeah. And uh, she came out of the hospital, mm. but then it so happened within three days' time of coming home. Mm-hmm. Okay, she developed another very big problem, and she had unbearable pain in the hip joint area. Okay. Okay. Now. Uh, mm. The pain was so, so, so unbearable, okay? Uh, I can't even explain it to you, that, okay? Mm-hmm. And we just couldn't fathom that why the hip joint was paining. Mm-hmm. Because the cancer was somewhere in the, uh, you know, in the, between the two eyes, yeah. okay? And after she came back from the hospital, her hip was paining, mm-hmm. okay? So, after one and a half months, you know, and the pain was so much that we couldn't even take her to the to the doctor because she was not in a position to to walk, to position to sit. She was not even in a position to even move her leg, one leg. Okay, that was very very great. And no amount, no amount of pain she was working at that point of time. So with very great difficulty, we managed to take her to the hospital. Okay, and then the doctor told us that uh, it was another very big. Uh, Sad news we got to know that her left joint, hip joint, got permanently damaged, okay, uh, because of the septic shock. Okay. So what happens that between you know in the septic uh, in our hip joint area, you know there is a little what is that thing called cartilage, okay. Okay. Uh, the cartilage is a natural greasing agent between the joints. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, uh, it's a god gifted thing. Uh, uh, science has not developed so much that we actually can provide, you know, uh, we can inject cartilage in the body. So once you lose actually cartilage, okay, then it cannot regrow on its own. Mm-hmm. And what happens when the cartilage disappears, okay, which happened in Madhu's case because of the infection, mm-hmm. okay. Then what happens, the two bones start rubbing each other and that causes a very unbearable kind of a pain. Okay. So we came out of the second shock. Okay, the first shock was the cancer. The second shock was the septic shock. Okay. When she almost died. Now the third struggle was actually that she was totally bedridden. Okay. And she was in an absolutely unbearable pain scenario. And pain uh, scenario, uh, and and the doctor said that there is no cure for that. And they said uh, the only cure is that once she actually overcomes cancer, mm-hmm. okay, then we can actually replace her hip joint. Okay, the hip replacement is the only solution of that problem, no other. But that they said was only after she be completely cured out of cancer. Okay. So, on the one side, we were battling cancer, which was very much there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the second problem, which actually happened with us, 
was actually she developed another major problem which was which was you know 24 hours of continuous pain that was you know then the fourth bad news we got from the doctor later on was the doctor said that uh, that you know if she couldn't handle one chemo then we cannot give her no more chemos okay because they said that she her body cannot take subsequent chemo more chemos mm-hmm. so they said that then the chemo is not a solution yeah okay so even that one line of treatment which was the only hope for us right even that hope faded away after that right okay and uh, then uh, the doctor told us that what we can do now we can only give her radiation okay uh, because she cannot take chemo uh, and and because in allopathic treatment uh, there are only three line of treatments either surgery chemo or radiation hmm. so surgery was ruled out in the beginning itself chemo was ruled out after what chemo and the only thing left was radiation and they told us that at this stage radiation is not very effective but then there is no other thing that we can give it to her mm-hmm. so we said fair enough you give her uh, radiation at that point of time during that period of time uh, because i realized the limitation of the allopathic treatment okay i started giving her alternate therapy also mm-hmm. so we went to dharamshala okay Okay. and uh, we i got the ayurvedic medicine of dr yashir honen from dhamshala okay so to be a doctor physician you know so from february 16 onwards uh, i started giving her uh, the alternate therapy along with the the radiation okay then it so happened that uh, in the month of june mm. okay Uh, when i showed her cd scan to the doctors they found one patch in her lung okay and when i showed it to the doctors in rajiv gandhi hospital okay mm-hmm. uh, they told me that actually the cancer has come in the lungs okay so and the doctor told me that she will not survive beyond 3 months now that was the time june okay my had two small kids uh, uh that was 2016 so my my daughter was 13 years of age and my son was 11 years of age okay okay and it was an extremely traumatic experience okay hmm. uh, for my two small kids also seeing mother you know crying and howling like anything because of pain you know and uh, also what had happened because of the radiation therapy okay mm-hmm. uh, uh because of the chemo you know she had lost all the hair okay and because she was totally bedridden okay because ka susu party sab kuch bed pe hi hota tha okay uh and radiation kyunki radiation se the face ke upar pada tha theek hai so what had happened that because of that okay her whole face became extremely extremely black okay okay she lost uh, her weight very rapidly so from almost like 60 kg of weight she became some 35 36 kg of weight okay she became extremely frail she lost all the muscles mm. she lost all the taste buds okay 
Okay. Uh, her her all the gums became very weak. Mm. Okay. And uh, what had happened because of that? Okay. Uh, this, when you you give this radiation in the face area, your saliva becomes very very thick. Mm. So when the saliva becomes thick, you cannot swallow things easily. Okay. You know, so your saliva helps you to 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 get things inside. Yeah. So she was struggling very very hard to swallow things, mm. and then it used to happen that saliva used to be so thick that you can't even spit it out. So she used to get stuck inside her throat. Okay. So you, she used to cough. Okay, and because of that, she never, she couldn't used to sleep. Okay. So there was a pain. Uh, there was hair were like, you know, uh, she was totally bald. You know, uh, she was totally frail. Uh, she used to look very bad. You know, she couldn't you look herself in the mirror, and she used to feel very bad looking at herself in the mirror. Okay, mm-hmm. and when the kids used to look her in that situation, okay, mm-hmm. uh, they were going through an extremely traumatic experience at that point of time. So much and so that my uh, son refused to go to the school. Okay, uh, my daughter's grade uh, went up to like forty five percent. She was. Probably barely passing. She was failing in the subjects. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, at that point of time, and uh, I was, you know, taking. I my had responsibility of taking care of my wife, you know, uh, to take care of my two kids. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, at that point of time, you know, uh, I was, uh, and you know, like uh, at that point of time, I had my office too. I'm in a private job, you know, so mm-hmm. I had to take care of all the things. You know, so like daily in the morning, you know, I used to, uh, you know, morning I used to go to the office. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. morning I used to go to the meet some doctor daily and daily because I was trying to consult some doctor and there for some sort of a treatment. You know, mm-hmm. because she had multiple problems. She had the problem of cancer. She had the problem of the hip joint. You know, she had the problems of so many side effects of the radiation. You know, mm-hmm. so I used to consult so many doctors. So morning, first off, daily I used to visit some doctor. Mm-hmm. Second off, I used to visit my office. Third, I used to attend some my Buddhist meetings. And by the time I used to come back home, you know, there were kids at home. You know, uh, to because kids need to be you know look after, and then mother need to be looked after. Mm-hmm. And then I used to study. You know, उसको काफी पेन होता था तो मैं उसको मसाज करता था उसकी शुशु पॉटी कराता था मैं यू नो सो तो फिर उसके बाद से मैं रात भर काफी देर रात तक मैं पढ़ता था डिजीज के बारे में ऑल्टरनेट थेरेपीज के बारे में तो काफी कुछ किया यू नो दैट वॉज माई होल स्केड्यूल एंड दैट्स इन दंथ ऑफ जून यू नो लाइक द डॉक्टर टोल मी दैट शी नॉट सवाई बियॉन्ड थ्री मोर मंथ्स ओके Uh, that point of time, I was forced to put my kids in boarding school. Okay. You know, uh, that was also like uh, you know, someone told me that you know uh, that in such situation, you know, like it's, it will not be good for you to keep the kids, uh, you know, uh, in the house because anyway they are going so much of pain. Yeah. So then, fortunately, I managed to get uh, my kids admitted in a very good boarding school. Mm-hmm. That was totally a divine blessing. Uh, totally a divine blessing. The way it happened in the middle of the session on humanitarian grounds. Now, 
that itself was again became a very traumatic, you know, very challenging circumstances for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because, uh, sorry, ma'am. So in the month of June, when the doctor told me that she will not survive for three, four months, okay, and she was in so much of traumatic pain, so then I took a very, very difficult decision. Okay, I said if she is not going to live for beyond three, four months, I don't want her to be the last three, four months to be very painful. Okay. So I took the call and uh, I got the hip bone cut. So I had consulted an orthopedician and he told me, but Arun, if you get the hip bone cut, okay, then she will not have pain. Okay, the pain was happening because the bones were rubbing each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he told me that Arun, it will not be an easy surgery because uh, she may lose her life because she is too weak. She was on 35, 36 kgs of weight. Okay. And uh, her immunity system had gone down and she had suffered septic shock. So he told me it's a very big risk. But then since the doctor told me anyway, there are three, four months for her to survive, I took that chance at that point of time and I got her surgery done. Mm-hmm. So that was in the month of July, 2016. Uh, at the same time, you know, uh, I got my kids admitted in boarding school. That was uh, second week of July. Uh, I took them to Ajmer and got them admitted in New College Ajmer. Now, obviously, for my kids in that traumatic situation to live in, you know, to go to a boarding school was also not easy. But uh, but then, thanks to my prayers, you know, Buddhist philosophy, you know, again, I kept on doing Daimoku, you know. Uh, and we just, I thought like, you know, between them staying at home, okay, and between them staying at boarding school. I know initially it will be very tough for them, but in the longer run it will be good for them. Yeah. So, and also understood that. So, then we got them admitted in boarding school. Another thing is that when the doctor told me that she won't survive for three, four months, I never told this thing to anyone. Just to anyone, I never told it to anyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I kept it to myself. I never told this to Madhu. I told Madhu that everything is going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, so at that point of time, uh, in the month of March, the radiation therapy got over and there was no further treatment they said ever going to be after this. So when only that Tibetan treatment was going on mm-hmm. and uh, I remember in the month of November, okay, uh, we went for uh, a checkup. We got one PET scan done, okay, and I still remember very well that day. Uh, it was seventeenth uh, of November, two thousand sixteen, okay. Mm-hmm. We went to the doctor, and at that point of time, doctor looked at the, all the scans. And he told us there is no cancer. Hello? Yes, sir. I'm here listening. Yeah, so it was an absolutely, absolutely unbelievable, you know, uh, against all that was again the rarest of rare thing which happened with us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when doctor said that the cancer is not there, okay? Mm-hmm. And the doctor couldn't even explain that, that how it happened. Uh, and then it was a very good thing. So 
from 17th of November 2016. Okay, uh, there after Madhu came back home, uh, she was still very bedridden because the hip joint was not there and she couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. But from there after Madhu started gaining weight. Okay, her complexion became became fair. Okay, uh, and that was a brilliant time for us. So 2016 November onwards till 2017, we kept on regular pet scan then. Okay, yeah. and all the pet scan reports which were coming, uh, uh, she was coming all clear. There was no cancer, okay. and we were really doctor told us that if for one full year if she is out of cancer, then we will get her hip replacement surgery done. So we were hoping that you know that uh, uh, that you know she will be all right, you know. Uh, but and you know, I still remember, you know, that like Madhu all those first six months of 2016 when she was in so much of pain, so much of pain. You can you know, and no pain pair used to work at that point of time, and the pain used to be 24 hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she used to be so full of life, so full of life. People used to wonder that, you know, when we go and meet Madhu, you know, what will you say to her? Okay. Mm-hmm. But when we used to meet her, okay, mm-hmm. they used to back, go back home so encouraged, so charged up, okay, because she always used to look forward to life, okay, going forward, okay. Mm-hmm. And she never used to complain about her pain, uh, why those things happened to her. Okay, not once she complained that why things these things happening to me, and I never did anything back to anyone. Mm. So uh, you know uh, that was her strength and all. And during that period of time, when she became uh, uh, cancer free, you know, in in our Buddhism, you know, uh, uh, there's a very important philosophy that not only you should be, uh, you know, uh, become happy yourself no matter what your circumstances are, but you should always help others, okay, become happy. So I remember that even that stage, okay, when she used to be in clutches because her her hip bone was cut, okay. Mm-hmm. At that point of time also, she used to meet people regularly. The, uh, the Buddhist organization we belong to is called Bharat Sukhagakai. And there's so many people who are like... Uh, you know, the BSG member or not any people who used to hear that, you know, this miracle of Kimadu has been cured of cancer. We used to meet like I don't know how many people and every time she just get to know that someone is suffering with cancer, mm-hmm. she used to go to meet them. She never used to refuse to meet them. I remember once she climbed three stairs. Okay. Okay, three three floors. And she went to encourage one person who was suffering with cancer. I remember once she went to Salimar Bagh, all the way from Sake to Salimar Bagh, to encourage one man who was diagnosed with cancer, who had come from Lucknow. I remember once she went to Bilshad Garden, okay, and climbed two floors, to encourage one lady who was suffering with cancer. I remember she used to visit East of Kalash, all over Delhi, to, you know, in that state, to encourage other people who are suffering with cancer. Mm. Okay? So she never complained about her own circumstances, but she wanted to always help others. You know, I remember during that period of time, she would have met at least 25 to 30 people, okay, who are suffering with cancer. And she always used to encourage them that everything is going to be all right, you know. Mm. And 
looking at her, we used to get so much of hope, and we so much used to get so much of determination to fight out. You know, so that's what she was doing it, and uh, everything was perfectly all right. And it so happened, you know, uh, in the month of uh, January 2018, mm-hmm. uh, she went for a CT, you know, PET scan checkup and all. Mm-hmm. And you know, at that point of time, we got a very shocking news that her cancer came back. Okay. You know, there was no treatment going on. And uh, that was the month of February. Yeah, February, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I consulted. And it so happened that the moment the doctor gave this news to her, and within those 15 days' time, you know, she had an unbearable pain in the hip joint area and the leg area, okay? And uh, this particular thing, you know, uh, was very, very tough on the day. Okay, and we both, you know, because we thought that, you know, we are, the cancer is behind us, you know, quarter after quarter when the test was happening, mm-hmm. everything was coming clean. And between the previous test and now test there was a gap only of six months, mm-hmm. you know, because the doctors were, uh, you know, only six months. Ke baat hai. So, the doctor says, no boss. Uh, this time, the cancer is is already in the bone. Okay. And the bone means, that again, it is a large phase of cancer. Hmm. And uh, when it is in the bone, when the allopathic doctors give up, because they say to them, there is no treatment whatsoever. Yeah. So the doctor told me, I consulted, uh, you know, Tata, Memorial Hospital Cancer Hospital in Bombay, I consulted many doctors and every told me, Arun, nothing can happen. Hmm. Okay? That was the time when her pain, okay, started increasing. Okay? And it initially started off from one area, but then it's the, the area kept on increasing and not only the, the intensity of the pain started increasing, the duration of the pain also started increasing. Hmm. And... Uh, then we used to give her lots of painkillers, uh, you know, to overcome that. And uh, that was a very, 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 very traumatic time, you know, because, you know, she was a very, very, very strong lady. Uh, uh, I, I can't tell you that, you know. But there is only a limit to which that you can bear the pain. Yeah. Okay? Because the pain was 24 hours. Hmm. All the time. Okay, and the pain was absolutely unbearable. So, you know, uh, and you know, from one painkiller to another painkiller, okay, mm. sometimes it used to take one hour to two hours for it to work, you know. Mm. And those two hours, she used to, you know, the pain was so unbearable that she used to howl like anything, okay. And uh, there were so many nights when she couldn't sleep at all, you know, because of the pain. Mm. That was causing a lot of trauma to her, you know. So, and, uh, but, you know, when during intermediate times, you know, uh, when there was a pain was little, again, same thing that everyone used to come home. Again, you know, she was hopeful that everything is going to be all right, you know. Mm-hmm. And she always used to encourage all the people, okay. Uh, so, uh, whoever used to come to meet her, they were very scared. 
because they don't know what to say to her. Okay, so it was always she used to who used to encourage other people. Okay, so that's what happened. So I remember till February 2018. Okay, uh, her condition kept on worsening because uh, doctor told me that there is no treatment whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, of whatever, so they said they yeah, just can only give symptomatic treatment. So from February onwards, um, you know, we had no option. But there was no treatment whatsoever, you know. Mm-hmm. So she was on symptomatic treatment. Her will was very very strong. Okay, but probably the the wish of the God was something else altogether. And uh, uh, I remember, you know, uh, in the last week of November. Okay, uh, she developed as he was breathing trouble. Okay, mm-hmm. so she couldn't breathe properly, uh, and uh, that's when we actually took her to the hospital. And then the doctors told us that you know that the cancer had spread all over the body. It's very much in the lungs. Uh, so she was in the ICU, and she wrote. She used to. She started writing diary. Okay. You know, it, it was around what time? November last week of uh, 2018. Okay. And uh, what a coincidence it was that you know that the first time she was diagnosed, mm. uh, it was our 17th marriage anniversary. It was 17th marriage anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. And. On the 20th marriage anniversary, again, so that time also she was getting her biopsy done, and uh, on the 20th marriage anniversary, she was also diagnosed. You know, mm. so December was a tough time for her. You know, so mm. and uh, she started to write diary. She started writing diary, and I will share those pages of diary with you. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, she saw that that's coming. Okay, and I have never ever come across a person who who can write such language, who can write such a thing, and say that so 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 courageously. Hmm. So that the whole diary has been written in an interview form with God. Okay. Okay, and in that. She has written that you know. So when I go and meet the God, okay, mm. can I tell you that why you called me so early? Mm. Okay, and and then it is like and she was very 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 attached to her my kids. Mm. So our biggest worry was only the two kids, you know. Yeah. So uh, and then whole thing is about that what happened to my kids. ओके सो शी ओनली आंसर फॉर यू नो जो गॉड ने उसको बोला वो उसने लिखा है एंड इट इज सच एन इंस्पायरिंग पीस ऑफ थिंग ओके सच एन इंस्पायरिंग पीस ऑफ थिंग दैट यू नो व्हिच सो शी रोड दैट होल थिंग आई थिंक शी सॉ दैट दैट कमिंग वेरी क्लियरली ओके एंड देन ऑन दैट नाइट ऑफ टेंथ व्हिच इज Eleventh, you know, so tenth of eleventh morning at around two o'clock or so. Eleventh, uh, December. 
ओके Everyone used to say that only Madhu can bear so much of pain, you know, uh, because no one can bear so much of pain, okay, mm-hmm. and no one can face so much of challenges in life so smilingly, mm-hmm. you know. And every time she used to tell me, "Ki Arun, don't discuss these things with me. Don't discuss these things with me." Okay, and she was so fond of dressing, you know. But during that period of time, also when she was totally bedridden, okay, or oh, she was so fond of dressing up, she used to phone us, you know, but she used to maybe come aside, order gifts, gift people, so many gifts, you know. And during when short period of time, when you know, uh, like when the doctor told us she is free from cancer, no, she was like you know her, and it was not working. Hmm. But she used to go all the way, you know, whatever the best she could do for the help of us. She used to do that. Hmm. So, you know, uh, that's what you know uh, her life ended. Uh, and whoever you know, there are so many friends of hers. You know, none of the people could believe that this, you know something of that nature could happen to her. Hmm. But then, you know, they say. Life is what happens to you when you are making the other plans. Mm. So that's what happened. So that's why I don't know. I just told you something which I just felt like you know. Sorry. And I'll share the diary pages of the diary with you. Yes, that would be great. I can post it on that blog. Yeah, I'll just do that. I can. Ah, uh, I'll. I'll just picture it and send it to you. अगर आपको कोई बाइक राइटिंग समझ में नहीं आएगी तो आप उसका मतलब ले लो या मुझसे पूछ लेना अच्छा सर हम आपका भी पिक्चर पोस्ट कर सकते आपका और आपके वाइस का हाँ हाँ बिल्कुल आई कैन डू दैट आई कैन डू मेरी सॉरी मैं मेरी वाइफ का और बच्चों का यस सर दैट वुड बी परफेक्ट ड्यूरिंग द इलनेस टाइम या बिफोर द इलनेस टाइम या क्या सर आपका एक हैप्पी पिक्चर पहले डायग्नोसिस होने के पहले का एक बताओ एक आ, उनका अकेले का पहले का बता दो और एक ट्रीटमेंट किसी ने मुझे बड़ा अच्छा बोला था कि यार देखो डिफिकल्टी तो सबकी लाइफ में आती है बाउंड एज एमन बींग डिफिकल्टी इज बाउंड टू हैपन बट वट हैपन्स टू यू डजन डिफाइन यू एज अ पर्सन हाउ यू फेस यूर चैलेंज दैट डिफाइन यू योर कैरेक्टर एंड दैट डिफाइन यू एज अ पर्सन 
right so it is not a challenge but how you face the challenge that defines your character right so that's the way she was she was a very courageous lady very very courageous very strong lady you know very strong lady okay uh she fought like everything you know a lot of people say that you know uh actually uh, they said that she should have she could have died actually in 2015 also during the septic shock when the doctor told me that she won't survive okay but because of that her strong will of hers okay that she extended her life by 2 years yeah you know because of determination because she knew that my family will not be able to you know handle that death of hers her kids will not be able to handle death of hers okay mm-hmm. so she and you know so happens it prepared all of us because so 2 3 years of very very tough on all of us okay mm-hmm. and at the end of the day you know lucky like those who realize it you know mm-hmm. that mama was suffering so much so much that take her with it was good for her that she why she mm-hmm. you know she uh, you know she died you know because otherwise the life would have been very very tough for her you know mm-hmm. later on also yeah Yeah. So, and you know, I'm very happy to say that you know that uh, before Madhu's death and all this, you know, there were like my kids never used to score very. They're not very good in academics. Uh, like they were very careless. Mm-hmm. My my daughter used to get lots and lots of complaints from our school. Mm-hmm. You know, of bullying others and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This our death has made my kids so responsible. Okay. So responsible, and let me tell you about my daughter. So it was 11th of December 2018. My wife died. Okay, mm-hmm. and in that year, my daughter was in 10th class. Mm-hmm. 10th class, and I remember after we came from cremation. Okay, uh, uh, she told me, Papa, uh, Papa, uh, and she is actually a badminton uh, player. तो पापा ये मेरे क्लास है और मेरे को कुछ नहीं आता है बिकॉज क्या हुआ था कि टेंथ का जो पूरा हाफ था शी वॉज यू नो स्पेंड सो मेनी टूर्नामेंट्स बैडमिंटन टूर्नामेंट्स बट शी मिस मेनी क्लासेस ड्यूरिंग दैट पीरियड ऑफ टाइम तो शी से पापा मुझे कुछ नहीं आता सो ऑन द वन साइड आई वॉज एक्चुअली यू नो Uh, I was coming out of shock of my wife's death. Mm-hmm. On the other side, I had this thing about you know take care of my daughter, yeah. whose board exam was there in two months time. Mm-hmm. Okay, then uh, Sunny's my daughter's board exam was supposed to start in the month of March, but as luck would have it, 2019 the general election day. So you know, the Sunny's board exam was two weeks pre postponed. Okay, done. And that point of time. ग्यारह तारीख को मधु की डेथ हुई है और पच्चीस तारीख को शानवी को नेशनल खेलने के लिए जाना था बैडमिंटन का नाउ शानवी ने उससे पहले कभी भी नेशनल्स नहीं खेला था और मधु की बहुत स्ट्रॉन्ग डिजायर थी कि ये नेशनल्स खेले सो शी वॉज ऑल्सो इन वेरी शॉक एंड शी हेड नॉट प्रैक्टिस एनफ ओके सो एंड देन देर वॉज दिस होल इशू ऑफ टेंथ का बोर्ड एग्जाम एंड शी हेड नॉट स्टडीड एनीथिंग फॉर द बोर्ड एग्जाम Okay, so again, you know, I was in a dilemma: what to do and what not to do. And you know, at that point of time, so I told her, "Beta, you go and play the national. So, badly, just not be there." 
she went to play nationals at that point of time mm-hmm. and then she came back again she had to go back to the hostel so us time maine na ek mere paas hafte bhar ka time tha fir maine usko tuition mission lagwayi fir usko she had to go back to school for to give the pre board exam okay yeah. and she came back after two weeks so it was mid of january or sorry third week of january mm-hmm. uh, she came back home again and i had precisely two weeks two weeks or three weeks okay uh, to prepare her for the board exam okay okay and sami uh, worked very 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 hard at that point of time during three weeks of time so it was a very traumatic time for sami mm-hmm. okay she worked very hard and finally she scored 94% marks okay that is so yeah before that sami never scored more than till ninth class sami never scored the highest he ever scored was 84 that is amazing but even in the most traumatic times of her life sanvi okay she not only in the badminton she achieved played nationals which was her highest thing mm-hmm. but she also scored in academics 94% marks mm. you know and at that point of time i had taken a long leave and there was one particular subject she was sanvi was finding it very very difficult social application and i told sanvi this one subject i'll teach you myself okay mm-hmm. so that i in my life you know i was a very hands off father because madhu was very very hands on okay mm-hmm. so i never taught ever in my life to my kids okay but that was the first time i taught sanvi okay uh, i took the responsibility of that one subject okay for her and uh, i remember uh the last exam was this this particular subject only and there was nine day chutti break mm-hmm. so i went to ajmer took <coughs> chutti went to ajmer uh, we went to a hotel okay and i paid my ticket to the hotel and i taught her that subject okay and sandy scored 98 marks and she topped her school in that subject mm, that is amazing that is inspiring yeah so see you know so Yes, we know that Madhu is physically no more with us. Okay, mm-hmm. but we know that she is with us in every thought, in every memory of our, you know, yeah. and she is watching over us. And that's the reason I can see that my kids have become so responsible now. Mm-hmm. They are the best kids which parents can ask for, you know. And my bond with my kids, oh my God, you know, so become so good, which was never so good before Madhu's illness. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I was a very cruel father, very cruel father. Okay, so. always you so you know very shouting at them always finding fault with them you know uh, uh, but today you know i'm as like i'm now the father and mother both yeah. you know my parenting technique has changed you know i just only appreciate them and i just only pray for them you know mm-hmm. and i know then that they will find their destiny you know something good is going to happen to them okay so so much of effort so much of pain of madhu which madhu has suffered okay Will not go there. I I don't know what to say. The the thing you are doing from becoming a kadu father to being both that is that is amazing. Mm. Amen. Yeah. So that's that's the journey. Okay. So uh, we you know I'm I'm I told you that I follow Buddhist philosophy. I'm in Buddhism and in Hinduism. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we believe in the eternity of life. Mm-hmm. 
because I strongly believe in eternity of life. Okay, so one life is one chola, one body is one chola. Okay, yeah. so one chola means one dress. Yeah. So from one life to another lifetime, it's like changing one dress to another dress. Yes, I understand. Like you know, a body, a vessel. Yeah, so I we know that you know, uh, she, she has changed one form, and she will, but she will come in some other form in our life. Okay, those bonds are eternal in nature. Right. So it's fine. ठीक है. If you are born as a human being, you are bound to suffer. But ठीक uh, है. I have, you know, at least uh, I don't have any regret. I did whatever the best I could do. That. Right. Sir, is there anything in particular that you want to uh, give a message to other cancer patients or the caretakers? Ah, uh, first thing is I tell everyone who are suffering and all, okay? Hmm. Uh, uh, you know that your life, है ना? Okay? जो ज़िंदगी और life है, okay? वो आपके हाथ में नहीं है. ठीक है आप अपनी चॉइस से पैदा नहीं हुए अपनी चॉइस से आपकी डेथ भी नहीं है डेथ mm-hmm. हमारे शास्त्रों में लिखा हुआ है कि किस टाइम और किस सरकमस्टांसिस में डेथ होगी ओके okay? ये किसी को भी नहीं पता है राइट ठीक है तो इट्स नॉट थिंक टू मच अबाउट डेथ और और व्हाट वी हैव गॉट यू नो समर यू कैन यू नो इट्स इट्स यूजलेस टू थिंक अबाउट कास्ट Mm-hmm. And use us to think very about future. What we have got is today. Yeah. Okay. So whether it's the person, patient, or it's the caregiver, please don't worry about future. Mm-hmm. I did my only regret in this whole thing is, okay, is that you know I was I worried too much about future. Madhu mm-hmm. never used to worry about future. Okay. Madhu never used to think about future. Okay. She used to believe in enjoying the present, okay. But I'm a guy, kind of a guy who thinks too much, okay. Yeah. And I wasted lot of beautiful moments thinking about worrying about future. Mm-hmm. My biggest regret of life is don't waste present, okay, mm-hmm. by worrying about future. Yeah. Celebrate today. A person wants to celebrate today, enjoy today, give what do whatever best you can, whether in terms of treatment or anything. Okay, just but today is all you have. Hmm. Just make the best out of today. Right. Don't get defeated today. Don't get defeated today. That's amazing. Trust God. The one who is wise, okay. ठीक है सब कुछ एंड में अच्छा ही होगा ठीक है जो भी ठीक हो जाएगा ठीक है तो बाद में बट ज्यादा नहीं सोचिए फ्यूचर के बारे में कभी भी थैंक यू ना सॉन्ग टू यू आई नो इट वॉज लॉन्ग ओवर ड्यू सॉरी सर नहीं मैंने कहा आई रिमेम्बर यू और समन एल्स ऑन योर ऑफिस आल्सो ट्राई रीचिंग आउट टू मी अर्लीयर आल्सो बट कोइंग टू दैट नो इट्स इट्स फाइन है ना सो आपको जैसे भी है मैं आपको पिक्चर्स भी भेजता हूं ठीक है आपको तो अगर आप मैं तो मुझे मैं आपको अपना ईमेल आईडी देता हूं ठीक है आप मेरे को टेस्टमेंट डाल दो मैं आपको मेल कर दूंगा पिक्चर्स ओके सर ठीक है माय ईमेल आईडी इज जस्ट अ सेकंड सर जस्ट अ सेकंड 